Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another uh, Wednesday briefing with Trial by Fire. Uh, it is November 2nd, and I hope you all had a really is good... It the second already? Well, it will be when this comes out, which is tomorrow. Oh, yeah, that's that's how this works. Man, you, you, you freaked me out there for a second, <laughs> and I thought it was the... Well, sure, it was the first today. It is the first today, but of course, yeah. I have to edit this. And, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. So all you guys listening now... Uh, this was recorded a day ago. Surprise, surprise. Um, but uh, yeah, I hope everybody had a festive Halloween. Did you dress up as anything, Jeremy's? Nope. No. Just in my jammies, enjoying a calm weekend. Did you tell any ghost stories? Uh, no, there are no ghosts. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't like ghosts. <laughs> you don't like ghosts. Oh, well, I mean, we watched a bunch of scary movies and, and kind of, we didn't go out or anything, but. Any, did you have any kids knocking on your door? No, you live in an apartment. So yeah. And it's not really, I find, I don't know, Finland in general. I mean, it's probably, it's the same in Sweden, isn't it? They don't, I mean, maybe people aren't aware of this, but actually in, in Sweden, uh, and I'm not sure in Finland, actually, I think so. I think it's the same, but in, in, at Easter time kids dress up as witches and they go trick-or-treating essentially the same thing around people's houses at easter time which i'd love to know the history of that actually why are witches associated with easter in in the nordics do you know uh if i i, I could probably tell you something and sound um like i know something but uh i'm not going to because i'm not really sure on why but right. we do it's very common to do that for halloween as well oh is it Okay. Yeah, I feel like we maybe have touched on that before, but I, I would love to do a bit of research into it and kind of look at it. Maybe that would have been a good episode for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, we'll do, we'll do it for Easter. But uh, it's funny, like with the with the clocks going back and stuff now, you can really see the dark, like kind of creeping in really fast in the evening. Yeah, you know, it's like, it is, but it's getting it's not it's nice and it's nice and light in the morning, at least for 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 a little bit more for a little bit longer. Yeah, for crazy people like you who get up at like 5 a.m. Six. Six. Don't sorry. be don't be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, those dogs aren't gonna feed themselves. I suppose. No, that would be a disaster. But I think the uh, just as like I don't know, maybe for me uh, or, or for people I know at least, uh, people that are used to going out camping and stuff, it's actually they prefer this time of the year more. So like for whatever reason, and I don't know why, but casual campers, like family campers and stuff, they always tend to prefer the summer and going out camping in the summertime. But anybody that spends like a, a good deal of time outside, they generally tend to prefer this time of the year. Uh, I wonder what, like, I don't know, is it the challenge? Is it the lack of mosquitoes? Is it the, you know, the, the, the more sort of uh, pronounced time and day sort of divide? with the camp set up. I don't know. I, I, I tend to agree, but I don't know. I don't know why people like the summer so much. Casual campers. I mean, it's, it's easy. There's a lot of things that, um, there's always a lot of things you have to think about, of course, but during summer, there's less things to think about or different things to think about than in fall. At least if you come up up here, you'll need, uh, a, you'll need to think about a better, sleeping bag for example maybe a better or thicker uh, sleeping pad so there's there's a little bit of a i can imagine there's a little bit more of a, a financial sort of step up for a casual camper casual uh, kind of person to 
to look at the fall. But uh, then as well for for the perk of the fall, it's I mean you can have a proper good fire without it being too warm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a totally different experience, isn't it? And like I also think what I kind of enjoy about this time of year is you do have to start thinking about your layering and like your kind of your setup and is it the right sleeping bag? But if you fuck it up, it's not like necessarily going to be like life threatening or something like it would be in the middle of winter up there where if you, if you, if you have the wrong setup, like it could be potentially, you know, game over for the camp, at least if not like you're getting yourself into trouble with mm. cold and things. Yeah, no, there, there's definitely uh, other things to think about then for a casual camper, uh, if we're just gonna use that term for 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 it, but it's or it's mm. different things. Is it, there's more things in 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 certain aspects, but there's different things, maybe more manageable. I'm not gonna speak for the casual campers in that way, for sure. But I mean, life starts to get good when you have to put on a nice thick sweater. That's that's when it's like, yeah, <laughs> this is this is good. I'd like to have that on a t-shirt. Life starts to get better when you got to put on a good thick sweater. That would be so weird to have that on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, you have to get it on like a a thick ass hoodie or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> true. I didn't think of that. But I mean, speaking of challenges, our topic today is all about challenges, really, isn't it? Or well, I mean, we're talking about. We're talking about TV shows that focus on the sort of that competitive, like competition style outdoor challenges. Mm. And with that, I mean like those shows that like they either pit people against each other or they have to work together or they're even like isolated by themselves. And it's a sort of last man standing things like Alone, Naked and Afraid. And there's a couple of UK ones, which I wanted to talk about today. But why do we love these shows so much? And why are we so fascinated by this sort of thing, like almost like a, a fake reality in some sort of way? Or I mean, I'm going to be honest here, and the only one I like is Alone. Mm -hmm. And even then, it can be a bit tedious. Too much. Yeah. Um, and that is more down to the editing. Uh, rather than right, the right. performance of, of the the people on that show. That show is extremely like the, the the ones that go out on it, they are doing such a fantastic job in so many ways, having to think about filming themselves and creating content while they are just getting worse and worse and worse on a daily basis. It's it's hard enough for anyone that has tried to do a YouTube video to remember to take that shot when you're well fed warm and can you know go home in the end of the day so i have uh, have a lot of respect for the people that are doing that but they i mean the the, re the rest of the shows just in general this is not answering your question but just in general they are a little bit intense on the entertainment side rather than learning something side i definitely agree and I would be of the same um, opinion that Alone is probably my favorite of those in that sort of style. And I suppose there's a difference, and maybe we can talk about this a little later in the episode, but I would make a distinction between, let's say, 
you know, Life Below Zero, even though like that one is sort of slightly scripted as well, but like Life Below Zero, or maybe you're talking about like some of those Ed Stafford sort of self-imposed sort of uh, adventures or uh, yeah, one of, so I'm not really talking about those. We're talking specifically about these sort of overly dr- dramatized sort of, uh, ed- yeah, like you said, heavily edited sort of reality or what well when i say real i let's call them competition shows because they're not really reality but these competition shows and i mean they're you're, you're totally right and there's a couple of things that, that really bother me about them um especially like alone and stuff and i think yeah it's like the fact that people like are constantly filming themselves and of course that's the premise of the show but i think for a lot of people particularly the types of people that tend to apply for these things or at least some of them they tend to be quite introverted and so that sort of being on camera and talking and documenting is quite difficult for them and i think if they were allowed to just be at peace with themselves in in nature and in that space then they would probably enjoy the experience much more um and i also don't like the fact that they assign spots to them rather than being allowed to choose their own spot like i remember watching them one one year and there was this guy and the camp that they had given him it was like on the foot of a mountain in the shadow of this mountain so he like basically didn't ever get to see sunlight um which was like the main reason why he quit and and like it it, it led to him being like a really really like emotionally broken down over the show, course of the show and it was because he wasn't getting any sun and it's like if this was a sort of survival of the fizz surely that person would have been allowed to you know re relocate and pick somewhere that was like conducive to his like staying power you know of being on the show so there's things like that that i really don't like about it and and also like you said the editing you know i've heard from a lot of people that have been on the show and we've actually spoken to a few people on this podcast who have attended on these shows and more often than not they will say the same thing it's like yeah the editing does not like it's not a real representation of how it felt or how it really was on the show that they exaggerated this or they like you know blah blah added dramatic music over like a really mundane moment and things so i mean yeah there is definitely issues or problems with these shows in terms of like those sort of things but yep people keep watching you know like it's just some sort of good entertainment right it is it is good entertainment and it is uh, and for all intents and purposes, like that 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 guy, for example, like it is um, probably a good reason. I, I I sort of want to think a little bit good of people making those decisions because they seem to still have a a fairly okay um, in depth training and and um, what is it called tie in with someone. With with someone that can cons- yeah exactly exactly can consult it, uh, so th- that that sunlight not gonna belittle this person's experience, but that sunlight might not have been as big of a problem for someone else. So the the there there's so many uh, small details in a thing like alone, for example, that is quite intense compared to the other shows, in my opinion, that it's easy to look back hindsight and think like, oh, that would, would have probably been better if this was this and, and, and things like that. But I, um, that that's in, in the end of the day, it's a parameter of the show, but it's also could be the parameter of um, survival. You know, hell, if, if this person would have had 
a broken leg or two broken legs and would not have been able to get out of there f- to reach that sun? Would the sun have been the the um, deciding factor if this person made it out or not? Well, that's a good point. It's, it, yeah. it, it, it's yeah. super. It's super interesting. Mm. That is interesting. I really like. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. That like, if you were simulating a sort of a survival situation, but then I guess the the parameters of a survival situation are completely open to interpretation. It's like, well, what if my leg was broken? It's like, yeah, but my legs aren't broken. That's <laughs> still stuck in this yeah. under this mountain. Um, but I, there's budgets to be met and uh, and people to be uh, satisfied and uh, yeah. and um, an audience to make happy. And if that means that someone gets a shitty spot and taps out because of whatever that reason might be, it's probably a good TV show. Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess being, that's being true. Very, being very sort of what is it called? Um, cutthroat about the situation. Cut, yeah, cutthroat about it, and said not trying to belittle this person's experience. It's probably horrible, but it's also a TV show, and it's probably not going to be fair. Yeah, true, true. But I mean, what springs to mind for me is things that like I find the most joy in, and maybe it's just purely from like trying to gain some sort of like secondhand experience from these things or trying to like learn something from them. The documentary we talked about a couple of weeks ago, like happy people where they're showing examples of people like thriving in nature and being like very harmonious Mm -hmm. with their environment, smart and skillful and experienced in the places that they choose to be. And again, I, I mentioned like life below zero there earlier for anybody who doesn't know what life below zero is. It's, it's a, it's a reality show again it's i say use the term quite loosely and because i do believe it's quite scripted Mm. um but it follows a bunch of guys and and women in uh that live in the yukon in alaska and it's at least the first few seasons felt very authentic and felt very sort of there's obviously an an element of drama that's sort of played up as well like all of these shows but I, I gen I kind of felt in general that it was quite a snapshot into these lifestyles and i find those more interesting than watching a school teacher crying because he can't get sunlight you know because he's trapped under a mountain each to their own but is there any of these is there a balance somewhere where we can have these sort of reality shows where people can actually like use their experience and outwit each other with their experience and their different levels of expertise and experience to win these shows without sort of the dramatic over sort of overplaying of, of probably quite small situations every like that are happening in these people's day to day lives. Yeah, that would be that would be very, very cool, but I don't know purely from a, a practical practical perspective. From a dreamer perspective it would be really cool, but from a practical perspective I can imagine how hard it would be to facilitate that if someone gets dropped off on this shore uh, and be like, yeah, you know, you're free to go sort of wherever you want. Yeah, live, live. And then they end up, you know, getting 150, 200 kilometers away and from they, there. And they just kick ass. <laughs> like the, the, co- the cost of just sorting the logistics of checking in on them and liability and all of these boring adult you're things right. yeah. uh, probably kicks in at some point. Mm. Sure, but then how are they able to follow like a bunch of people living in the Yukon around? No problem. Well, I guess they're on their own terms, aren't they? Uh, yeah, and they they also have individual teams, and it's not it's not 
every single day for like uh, alone can be for 60 days and having to check in on them it's sections yeah, coming in yeah. flying in for a few days three four days uh, there's a lot of really good sort of behind the scenes kind of thing of how it's how life below zero mountain men is done uh on youtube where it's really it's just an absolute like blip small blink in their life that you get to see and then they edit all the cool in a way theater. that a um yeah, in a way that a, a filming team can keep up as well. So it's sort of, mm. of balance so that it, you, you get you get the most bang out of out, out of the buck kind of thing. True. And, but I think, they, again, like again, there's a little bit of that as well. But I think, I guess one of the, mo- the more interesting elements of those kind of shows for me as well is that like there isn't this sort of, the goal is not to, it's not, it's not about not getting eliminated or not getting, not tapping out. It's like, like the shows where they're sort of like attempting to build little societies or they're sort of like or villages or like they're they're for me like the most fascinating because they kind of tap into some sort of anthropological sort of experiment or like the way in which that societies are built you know like do you remember um i think i sent you a link there today do you remember that show eden on it was a british show on channel four i've only heard like vaguely about it but i read the article that you sent me and it's crazy that's it's that's 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 ridiculous it's so crazy i have no idea how it happened or why i mean i I, i'll I'll actually i'll backtrack for people who are listening who didn't hear about this show it was a show that it was like an experimental thing on channel four which is a british um tv station and the experiment was that they would take i think it was 23 people and put them on this very isolated little peninsula in scotland in the highlands of scotland and then the idea was that they would spend a year there and they would sort of build this little society together. And like they all had specialized skills. So they picked someone who was a vet. They picked someone who was a carpenter, who was, you know, who all these people who had different sort of skills that they could bring to a hypothetical mini uh, society. And it filmed for an entire year. And they showed, I think, the first three or four months. And then it was like, a, there was like, I think it was the first block was like six or seven episodes and then on the last one it said like the show will be coming back in july or whatever it was and it just never came back and never came back on the air i didn't know where where it went and so because i was quite interested in watching what was happening and then i and then i read an article a year about a year later that those people that were on that show i think about 10 of them dropped out but the like whatever the 10 that were left over 13 or 14 people that stayed um they weren't told that the show had been cancelled because the ratings were so low. <laughs> they were just left out there for a year. <laughs> like building this society for themselves. And like they came out thinking, you know, who knows about us? Who, you know, we must be really famous on the like and nobody knew who they were and they had no idea what was going on. So, oh, oh shit. No, that show was cancelled like like eight months ago. <laughs> they just left. Yeah, it is it is it's quite hilarious, but it's also a little bit um uh scary on how low these people's sort of lives and well-being was prioritized by channel right. four and their production true, companies true. like if we don't get the numbers we're not gonna tell them and they're out here eating i'm reading in this article um a a uh, a person said in the Guardian article, that the last 10 have left. Some of the participants were even seen in the dentist at Fort William needing treatment after eating chicken feed grit. Yeah, yeah. 
they were resorted. It's like to you're not you're not telling them that it's been canceled or not going on, and then there are people putting their well being on the line for. I have no idea. I mean, I feel what? like maybe it was a situation where they were like, "Oh, we'll just keep filming, and then like we'll get some good footage. Maybe we might bring the show back if it's if there's good footage." something like that like they just kept them kept them in the dark on purpose but it's crazy man but but the thing i found so weird about it and it's one of the questions i wanted to ask you and it would be interesting to hear your thoughts on this is all of these shows people that have come from for all intents and purposes like first world countries sort of western countries that are put in these situations they have lives that they can go back to they have like you know families and friends and careers and stuff waiting for them when they back go back home so the the actual real incentive to survive i don't think is really there and what ha- what the happens down or like the the consequence of that i feel is that these shows they always turn lord of the flies they always go really nasty they're all bullying there's like isolation there's greed and the same thing happened with this when they all came out they said it was an absolute shit show but like why does this not happen with, I don't know, let's say African tribes or, you know, South American tribes? And and I guess it's probably because they genuinely need to live harmoniously together in order for their generations to survive. But as Western people, like we turn nasty on each other so quickly. And I find that so disturbing. I mean, I think there's um, there's a lot to pick out there. And I really do not think that there's no sort of nastiness for lack of a better term in between tribes that do exist in today's day and age like people are gonna have people are people humans are humans people are gonna have disagreements someone's gonna throw someone a punch in the face some something is always gonna happen no matter how much you live need to survive on a daily basis or or live in tune with nature and things like that my biggest thought with 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 you know turning on uh, against each other and whatnot in TV shows is that more often than not, almost exclusively, probably, always, these competition shows are competitions, and then they are gonna they have a prize money. And it's one person that's gonna win it. Yeah, yeah, so they increase the pressure on each other. The the, the, the incentive of of stabbing people in the back to get that half a million or whatever it is, one million or whatever it might be, it's there. It's it's one million reasons to do that. If you have one million Mm, in the pot, whatever the show is, um, whatever the currency is, you have a lot of reasons to... Put yourself out there. Be away from the family. Be away from friends. Being away from your comfort to hopefully bring back money to start and build or continue a life with the ones that you hold dear. So that's that, that, that's that sort of and and of course money is always an and thing no matter where you live. Even even some some tribes. I, I'm not going to speak for tribes, but in tribes there are probably fighting well there's fighting there's disagreements there's jealousy there's all of these human emotions no matter how tribe uh like or indigenous people are so in in that in that sense i think it in the tv show sense it's probably the financial the, the possible to financial earnings in it that really puts a stress on on um 
on the participants on top of everything else. Yeah, well, I mean, that show Eden, I don't believe there was any actual prize money to be gained. It wasn't about eliminating anybody or people leaving or anything. It was sort of a social experiment. And then also with the Alone show in Denmark, uh, there's also no prize money. So it's purely uh, a test of your own sort of grit and stuff. And yeah, you're right. I mean, of course, there's tribes and there's wars and there's like horrible sort of initiation rituals and all sorts of weird things that these that like sort of a lot of these sort of indigenous tribes will do so i'm not saying i'm not under under no illusion that that's the case but in general they seem to be able to kind of you know share a hunt or you know disperse the wealth across the tribe sort of evenly because they know that today i caught the piece of meat or today i i got the honey but tomorrow i could break my legs and i'm going to rely on my tribe's men to like you know provide for me and my family if that happens and i i guess the that sort of incentive isn't really there is it with these shows but it's but it's really funny i mean it's 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 sort of a new phenomenon but then i also think we've probably been trying these things on a few and I like we haven't even gotten into like which i think maybe there is a good a cool episode in and of itself but we haven't even gotten into the likes of you know, Ed Saffer's shows that are like self-documented of just him and himself on, let's say he did a alone on a deserted island for, I think it was 90 days or something. And I've spoken to him about that actually on, on one of the episodes. I can't remember exactly what it was, which one it was, but I'm sure you guys can go back and try and find that if you're interested. Um, but yeah, it's weird. It's like modern armchair survival critique of people that are uh, doing what humans have been doing for hundreds of thousands of years, if not millions of years, sort of just being out in nature and try- trying to thrive in small communities together. Yeah, the uh, but like we talked about, the premises of that is completely different than on a TV show that more, more, most likely will have some sort of a prize money if it is with other uh, competitors in it or with a loan it's of course a loan um but there's other incentives and that is not to take away people's experience of feeling uh you know true survival 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 feelings when they are are out on a show for example as on a loan like um mental states can deteriorate really fast and there's no one that can really 100% sit back and say what's a survival situation and what's not a survival situation without being in that person's head that's there like a survival situation can be walk getting lost in the local national park um, so so yeah it, it's 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 interesting yeah super interesting uh let us know what you guys think about uh reality tv shows do you like them do you hate them do you learn anything from them do you feel like uh they add value to the outdoor community or do they sort of glorify it um yeah i'd love to know what you guys think about those shows or whether you like them or whether you watch them yourselves um so hit us up send us a message let me know what you guys think and uh yeah have you any final thoughts on that Jeremias? before we wrap this one up yeah this um this whole uh, thought of topic came from a article an outside article that you sent me yes from a sorry yeah we're gonna get to that woman called um blair braverman i think that's how you pronounce her name fantastic writer she's written some really good books uh one called uh welcome to the goddamn ice cube 
she's a dog musher that's how i know her and and her i don't know her but i know of her um and she's a fantastic writer and she's writing a book that is uh, a novel about this thing tv shows survival uh just what we're talking about today fiction uh so we'll put that outside article yeah. in the show notes and you can have yeah. a have a read and then let us know sort of with this episode and if you read this article what your thoughts are absolutely yeah good shout i, I had forgotten about that yeah no absolutely i'll put that in a link so go ahead and, and read that guys uh really interesting article on outside or outside in uh, the u.s um but yeah i think for us uh this week though that's that's probably uh, a wrap um i believe yeah. that we oh, will one oh. more thing yeah one more thing that is uh important uh both of us knows and most other people know uh, who journeyman handcraft is and he just launched launched a new website and it looks right. fantastic good shout if if no one has seen it uh he's a great guy he and Emily and uh, another guy that I really don't know his name, so I'm sorry for that. They worked really hard on a website, photos, videography, and everything, and it looks awesome. good. Yeah, for sure. I'll Very put a link good. for that as well. And um, really good guy. I've got a few bits from him, and uh, yeah, he was on our course last year, and we all kind of hit it off really nicely. Uh, really nice guy. So yeah, absolutely. I'll send a. I'll put a link for that as well in the, in the show notes. Um, and while we're on ads, I suppose. Um, do check out our patreon if you guys get a chance and um, it's become a really nice yeah. sort of community on there with people commenting and sharing on posts um i'm gonna put a a new video up there i think next week that hasn't been released yet um a friend and i did a cycling trip in sweden uh with a uh bike uh, a bicycle company they they kind of supported the uh the video with some equipment and some um some bikes and, and things like that so that will be coming i think next month but i'm actually going to put out a sneak preview of that video on the patreon this week um so if you're interested in signing up to, uh, to see that and then of course there's a bunch of other stuff there there's weekly recommendations bonus episodes that your and i are working on yep. lots of stuff on there and it's a really cool place for to kind of contact us directly and get all a whole heap of bonus stuff as well as of course being able to support the show we hundred percent appreciate that because it keeps the subscriptions up it keeps the lights on it keeps keeps the show running um so anything that you guys can do to support us on there go on to patreon forward slash trial by fire podcast uh, or also i have a link in our instagram page so uh, check that out if you guys get a chance um all right i think that's that's enough from me talking how about you yeah that's enough for me as well. I think I've said everything. Probably not everything, but enough at least for this time. Excellent. All right, guys, have a good week and let us know what you think of that uh, that conversation. Um, but for me in Finland, I'm going to say take care and have a good week. Goodbye.